Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the light is bright, Sir Keenan. The light is bright tonight. What's going on, folk? How y'all doing tonight? My name's Ken. I'm, my name's Nick. I'm Dave. And you listen to the Last Call podcast. Um, Dave, Dave, was I supposed to do that? I don't know what I was going to <laughs> I was automatically assuming I, I got to move up ranks. Hey, I was like, oh, it. I ain't number three no more, nigga. Fuck that. <laughs> Nick was like, no, I don't. No, I don't no, no, I'll, fit, I'll fit in right here. Just did the, the, we the, haven't the, talked the, the, I, I was just going, yeah. I was going counterclockwise, clockwise. We haven't, discussed the, we haven't discussed the terms of the merger yet. Right. We, we, we don't touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> there has been an acquisition. <laughs> Oh man, okay. what's going on, folks? If if you're listening, I know we've been off for a couple of weeks. There's been a little bit of a change in the guard. Um, you know, we'd like to you know give our our, our special shout out, special, special shout, out. shout out. You know, what I'm saying for all the due diligence and the hard work um, that our homegirl uh, Fab has put in. You know, she came 51 episodes uh, with us strong. Um, but you know, with uh, if you've listened. Uh, throughout the whole entire journey uh, that we've gone through with the Last Call podcast, you know that she's been grinding her ass off and doing a lot of big things on her end. To whereas, um, if you you can even see in some of the videos that we put up, she's on her, she's literally working while she's doing the podcast. And you know, we 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 begged her to stay on it as long as she physically could and possible. But like her schedule is ramping up crazy, and she's doing her thing. Um, she was just recently across seas. Um, in across Europe the, Across the pond Yeah across the pond Doing her thing So that part of her life Is ramping up And you know uh, We wish her the best In all uh, her future endeavors You know Not to say that she won't pop in And you know Say hi and, and, and get on an episode Every once in a while But like As far as the everyday Or every week Schedule grind That we were um, Working with her It just the, the schedule wasn't gonna work out So you know Fab shout out to you um, We appreciate All that you've done for us And uh, help us get this far But Passing of the guard has gone to. Uh, well, go ahead, Chuck. You can turn the turn the camera on. Oh, hello. Go ahead, bro. Introduce yourself. What's going on, everyone? Uh, I've been on a couple episodes of the Last Call podcast before, sharing my thoughts about random topics, right. such as uh, you know uh, my my dislike of, of of hideous feet and whatnot. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm Nick. Uh, come from a sports sports and entertainment background. Uh, you might have seen me on such places as Bleacher Report, uh, Vice Sports, currently at a new creative agency called Riot. Make sure you're on the lookout for that. Uh, but yeah, I'm Kenny's first cousin. Uh, so keeping it in the family. Dave is my boy. So we're going to have a lot of fun. You know. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. happy to be here. Well, I mean, I've been on podcasts before and never have I had... Uh, a different drink every week. So, what's <laughs> what? What are we sipping on well, this we, week? We, Ken? We, we try to keep it mixy. Um, mm. This week, um, Chuck, if you could zoom in on that, that's John Bar Black, right? What we have is a blended Scotch whiskey. Now, um, this actually isn't new in a sense. Um, the brand has been around for a long time. They recently went through a little bit of a creative change. Um, they did a little switch of the blend to make it more smoother, more approachable, um, as not as uh, less harsh. Um, 
priced around the same as a, a Johnny Walker red, but tasting more like a Johnny Walker black. Um, as you can see with the label, that's the that's what they're going for. So it actually received a 96 uh, point rating at the World Spirits Awards. So it's definitely a quality whiskey that you could sip on, as everybody can attest to that is drinking in the room right now. It's pretty smooth, especially if you put it over a little, little neat or if you put a little, come over a little couple rocks. Um, it's uh, blended Scotch whiskey. Yeah, I got a couple rocks in here. It yeah. does. It does taste similar to the uh, to the Johnny Black. Johnny Black. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't go and stretch say blue. No, no. I mean, we didn't. But it was black. It was. It's a good black. But there's a huge difference. <laughs> blue and the black. Um, about ten years in aging, if you were curious. Oh, um, wow. okay. Yeah. Um. So. That's where we're at right now. Nick, we appreciate you joining uh, in with us. Yeah, man. It's going to be, uh, be a fun fun fall. Fall yeah. just dropped. I got on the, uh, the the leather for the first day today. Uh, yeah. I, I saw, that, you know, that's how I knew that was you walking down the block. I, I came in like maybe about five... <laughs> <laughs> five <laughs> meters before you, I was like, "That's yeah. definitely Nick." I saw, I saw that leather jacket out. It is a little chilly outside. It is a little chilly outside. Niggas can't Nickel, wait to Nickel bring nippy. the leather out. <laughs> Niggas can't wait to bring the leather out so I can get them fucking loud ass handshakes when they fucking moving their elbows. <laughs> 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 like, it should be funny as hell. You don't bring that. Nigga, Seventy degrees outside. Relax. <laughs> Nick on that LA time right now. That's what it is. Right, right. Well, I mean, this this is my favorite time of the year. It's like where you can mess around with clothes. Like you could have a short sleeve with some pants on you wear a long sleeve i got my long sleeve on right now dave has his hoodie on right now so it's hoodie like season baby yeah it's, it's it's that time of year you know what i'm saying um where you can dress comfortable and feel comfortable no matter um, what your groove is um but with that comes football season with that comes basketball season with that comes uh the uh, end of baseball the ba season. end of baseball season the playoffs start Woo! The uh, New tomorrow. York Yankees. Yankees play. Yankees. Yankees. AT win, son. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Gang, gang out here. Right. So, oh, Dave, you're not a you're not an Indian fan. I, I, first of all, I'm from Cincinnati, so I'll be a Reds fan. Oh, Reds, my friend. And I, I, although I did grow up like man, uh, fucking uh, Kenny Lofton was at the fucking end, but like uh, Sean Casey, fucking Ken Griffey Jr., fucking uh, Barry Larkin, Barry like Larkin, you know what I'm saying? Man. I grew up going to those. I mean, every. Any black school you go to for a summer camp, like you're going to a goddamn a Reds game because we get the cheap ass seats. Seats, yeah. Uh, yep, synergy field. How much? Oh, how much shit. was the seat back then? You think? Ah, uh, probably like five fifteen dollars. Yeah. It was really cheap, yeah, bro. It's not, see, then we got the new not, stadium. It's not city are prices, w, bro. Are WNBA tickets that cheap right now? I would imagine. I mean, they're trying to fill seats and make it look, bro. Like, I mean, Man, the playoffs is going on. You could right probably now. sit courtside for a dollar Shout out to WNBA players. Yo, they went game there. five. <laughs> Dude, I saw the I saw the links. I saw it was like the links. Links in right? the sparks, I think it was. Did I watch it? No. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch it. No, I, but I, I saw they were, But you know what? I like they don't I don't feel they get a fair shake because like they don't get nearly any type of promotion that they deserve. Like it's their NBA is their WNBA finals, right? The only thing I hear about is if I'm like actually watching Sports Center, they'll flash it in between. Oh, by the way, the links play this mark tomorrow, eight o'clock. Yeah, back to you, Scott Man Pelt. Nigga, like, I was on Twitter and I seen one person. Said man, the links better tighten up. But I think it was like Friday or Saturday. it might have been Sunday night, and so many other things was going on. So I was like, uh, well, you know, whatever. Right. Like, whoever wins, that doesn't. I win. want to be like more. Interested, <laughs> I don't know, but I have. I don't to know be, if I want to be. I have to be advertised to be more interested, and they haven't gotten my attention yet. As with probably the majority of people, unless you were a. You have a daughter that plays basketball, and you're trying to get her interested into right. you know him. Saying no matter how unpopular it might be, though, they're never going to take the WNBA out. They can't. 
Like that would be an uproar. And I mean, you know, what would what would women do after they fucking get out of college? Like that's really one of the major things. I mean, I get it. The 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 pay gap is way crazier, but that's just like the fucking the proportion of or like you know the scale. I was, of the I was looking at uh, WNBA salaries the other day. Some of them might as well just get real jobs. They might as well. Like you could make more. Seriously, you can make more at working full time at Staples <laughs> or CVS. Than being a star, it's like thirty-seven. It's like, like thirty-seven for like a rookie. Thirty-seven thousand. They're they're better off going playing. They get better salaries playing overseas. Well, that's why they play twelve years around. They, I mean, twelve, 12 months around the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after they're done playing the how many three four months? Right. Uh, WNBA last. They go over to Europe or. Uh, Asia and they play out and that's why I would love to know I would love to we should bring a WNBA player on and, here. and we have one too mm-hmm. oh nice yeah we, we do have one in, in the fold okay so because I would love to know what what being a mother is like balancing personal life you don't get a break you right. gotta if you want to keep making that basketball bread you got to go overseas and continue right we gotta get Miss D Hood on the phone. She but like, don't don't get it twisted though. Like, Miss Hood was drafted. Miss D Hood. Miss Hood was drafted. There's still professional athletes. Shout so. out to Danielle with her uh, new baby girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, Our friend Danielle, who went to the WNBA, WNBA for a little bit. Yeah, she was drafted into the WNBA. Childhood friend. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Real good friend. We gotta get. I mean, we'll talk about that. We'll try, we'll try to get you on the line, Danielle. Yeah, but yeah. Sure. So um, so shout out to the WNBA. Um, so um, before we touch on, I know we're gonna touch on um. The NBA and uh, a little bit of uh, the Ball family. Um, I do want to touch on the NFL real quick because we've been off for three weeks. Chuck's giving me the middle finger because his Giants are 0-4. Oh, I wasn't going to oh, mention that, oh, but if you want to give me the middle finger, yo, I will definitely say the, the Giants are 0-4 because they're know ball. shit is crazy in this world. This, no, shit Him is crazy in this trash. country <laughs> when you have the New York Jets right. as New York's team right now. Right. Shit is the crazy. The Giants are 0-4. Shout-outs to my 3-1 and one. Eagles at the top of the division right now. It's only four weeks in, but we are at the top of the division. Shout outs to the Eagles. Nice little sixty-one yard Jets. kick. Yeah, nice little sixty-one yard kick last week. And uh, shout outs to the Giants. Yeah. ODB. He stuck Chuck, Chuck sticking up his middle finger. <laughs> ODB <laughs> caught the ball. His whole index finger, finger went all. The, was it his index finger or his? Oh, his, it was his, his, his pointer. His, the his pointer ring. finger. I think it was the pointer finger. It was one, one of his back. fingers. That shit looked disgusting. It bent all the Low way. Low key. Back. You ever look at like analysts, like football players that are analysts? Oh, they look at their hands. Yo, look at Tory holds hands. Yo, Tory holds hands look like he's doing uh, uh, the Pharrell, he thought, he thought the Star Trek sign. Yeah, all day. It's like this, bro. They're it's twisted. Bad. Yeah, yeah look at uh, like and NFL players that's on. You know what I'm saying? NFL Network and on ESPN, like yeah. on it on the day. Look at even, their even hands. NBA players. Oh yeah, Kobe's fingers uh, is, is crazy. Legler, Tim Legler. I, I shook his hand. His 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 index finger was going west, bro. That's going <laughs> crazy. My father's hands look like, and my dad played like. 12 years right. of just like semi-pro and like a couple years of like NFL right. his hands first of all his knuckles each of his fingers are the size of one of my like are, are the size of two of my fingers put together and yeah. I don't have small hands my dad fucking his knuckles are all bigger than the than the actual size of the finger and the first like two fingers go this way of each hand <laughs> And he played defense. I was like, what the fuck was y'all doing? He like, wasn't even catching the football. He wasn't even catching the football. <laughs> um, I mean, I, so I still have friends that are, uh, and people that we probably all know that are still, I mean, you guys can speak on, they're still entrenched in their positions. Um, like I said, we've been off for the past couple of weeks, so we I haven't have not even, watched we haven't, we have not touched on, you know, the the kneeling process that's been going to yeah. taking a knee and the divisions that have been what is literally protests on both sides 
of people that stand on the side of the players that are kneeling, or strike that, people that stand on, on Kaepernick's, uh, 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 pro Kaepernick that are not watching because he's still not signed. And you have people that are not watching because a bunch of NFL players are kneeling during the anthem. Not even some, even before the anthem. <laughs> and they still have a problem with it, right? Basically, so, the NFL is getting fucked from all sides. From both, from both sides, from both angles, right? <laughs> Roger Goodell. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I haven't watched the game this season. I mean, and mind you, I didn't have much process. I was going to say, the, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> not, Andy Dalton threw four touchdowns. Yeah, this week. This week, <laughs> this week against the fucking Cleveland Browns. <laughs> right. Hey. This week. Um, so. My my okay, so my thoughts are this, and I, I I haven't had heard this point made throughout the whole entire process that this has been going on, right? Chuck, if you put the camera on me real real fast, I just want to make this point real fast. Um, to and this is more so to the people because if you don't stand with the people that are kneeling, you really don't give a fuck about what they're kneeling for, right? If you're easily that manipulated to think that. This is about a flag or this is about the military. First of all, who gives the uh, and all due respect, because I was chopping up with military folks this weekend in Florida, like nothing but the utmost to uh, the or me being uh, the gratification that I give to them for what they do in the service and, and, and uh, the responsibilities that they have giving their service uh, to their country. Right. Who said that the flag who who gives the military, the Air Force, the Navy, the specific rights to the American flag? Like, I never understood that, like, how people can all, all of a sudden uh, really correlate those two together because you're kneeling for an injustice, for symbolic reasons for an injustice that, that automatically means disrespect to the military, that means disrespect to the flag, that means disrespect to the anthem. It has nothing to do with any of those three, nah. but it has been hijacked and kind of kind of tried to be rebranded as that from people that oppose that, right? But so the, the hashtag has been kind of take, it's like kind of like split now, right? Like it's like um perfect example of this is <laughs> so Ray Lewis did the <laughs> yes oh. right and, <laughs> and yes. so Ray I mean, Lewis did okay, the yes yeah, oh, yeah okay, okay. Oh, Ray. Fuck it. I'm not saying it <laughs> Ray Lewis did that right <laughs> Ray Lewis prayed Ray, he literally prayed because uh, the brothers are so confused <laughs> everybody's so confused the young brothers don't know what's going on today so I got on my knees and I prayed Nah, but like he did that, right? And like when I first heard about like the response, I just heard that like, oh, yo, people were trying to boycott his, or people were trying to get his his statue taken down. And I was like, oh hell yeah, get that shit out, get that nigga out of here, man, fuck Don't that do nigga. That. Don't do that. Bro, I mean, listen. Aside from, I and I said this today to a friend. I was like, yo, look. Aside from me thinking in a football strictly conversation, Ray Lewis is arguably the base, the greatest linebacker of all time, top five. So I get it, I get it. But at the same time, it's like. I was like, yeah, until I found out <laughs> that basically, yeah, hey, uh, praying nigga, still nigga, you still a nigga because it wasn't nobody black trying to boycott the statue. It was all white people for him kneeling, and he wasn't even kneeling. Like, you know how crazy that is to be like, and I, I've, I've been saying this like the last week and a half is that like, you know, as blacks, 
and the, our new age blacks, we've understood this like kind of realm of like respectability politics right. that blacks do, where you kind of like bend to like the middle of the road so that you don't kind of charge the other side, or you, so you can kind of be seen in a good light on right, all sides. Right, right. But black people, for, for black people, exactly playing the safe, not black fuck, people, not fucking the bag up. Right, right. But for black people, that's a no no. Like, nah, yeah. either you with us or you are you not with us. So don't try to fucking you know play the middle of the road with us. For white people, respectability. That's there's no gray area. Either you bow. Or you bow to like what they're believing in or you are a nigga and that's what happened with him is that even him just being tied to it like got him fucked up I mean the statue's not coming down I mean he's wait two right. two they up. had 80,000 people sign that petition I though. saw 26,000 <laughs> they only asked for 26 they're like 30 I saw 26 damn they, they got 80 yeah yo white people so hateful bro like Jesus and so uh, what do you so how do you feel about like I mean we don't even have to talk about Kaepernick's t- X team Doing that grandstand. Uh, so no, I do want to talk about that because okay. I saw but, that. This, but it's, it's I saw that on Sunday, and I'm like, "Where the fuck were all of you last year? Where were all of no, you? It was there were two players that like came to Kaepernick's side. You know what I'm saying? I forget who the players were, and and, and f- forgive me for it escaping me, but. No, I saw damn near half the team kneeling. It, yeah, was, it uh, was 30 niggas. Yeah. Yo, once people come at the NFL shield, Shannon Sharp put it best. Once people yeah. come out the NFL shield, then the owners start getting in. Self-interest. Once people start telling billionaires what the fuck to do, then people are like, hold up. I'm Jerry Jones. You can't tell me what players to fire, what players to hire. Nah, we're going to kneel. Right. We're going to kneel with the player. And then the players who are all, I mean, read Million Dollar Sleeves. Read read Bill Roden's book. Mm-hmm. Sp- says it bets. It's set up like a slave plantation mentality. These dudes don't give a fuck about what their real what the real reason of what Colin was kneeling for. They're kneeling for the NFL. They're kneeling for their masters in a way because well they're kneeling because they were shot at. They exactly. were shot out by by a man that thinks he's above them, telling them that's an what issue. to do. At the end of the day, before you were an NFL player, you were a black dude in society. But right. Josh Norman said that shit on uh, on um, on Fox's like the morning. So that's what I do now. Is basically I don't watch the games, and I get it. I watch. I wake up and like when so I wake what are you up, doing? I watch. So what like, are you doing? I watch CBS's, Fox's, and fucking uh, ESPN's coverage of like all the pregame shit, and then I'm I'll catch up on the highlights like the next day after like on my on the app or whatever, or you know Twitter just always gonna put them up at, the, at like time of like I could not not go back and look at Deshaun. Uh, Deshaun Watson's fucking like performance yesterday. All the fuck. Right, exactly. I couldn't. I, I, I'm gonna as a a person who likes. So then, why not watch it? Because I'm not giving that viewership, and I don't. A, I don't even like. Nah, I'm just not. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. And that's just like that's like my only like that's kind of like my caveat is to like say okay, I, I can catch the highlights, but I'm not. I don't even. I'm not even really following my team. Like, and I, hey, I, <laughs> I know we're not going to the playoffs, right. <laughs> or if we do, we're not actually going anywhere with it. So that's kind of like selfish. But at the same time, I know that like where I stand with this shit, and I, I'm really not fucking with any of the things that's happened with the NFL. So even with the the players, like, yeah, I think 30, 30 guys kneeled uh, for San Francisco specifically, and everybody else stood behind them. And I just like, I think that is such bullshit that like. You're not gonna fucking stand right behind me when I'm kneeling for my fucking life, my G. You're not gonna stand behind me as if we're doing two different arguments, and you just want to make sure that you stand behind me as a teammate. Let's me the shield. That makes that lets me know that this is about the shield. The black people understand what's go- some some of the black people <laughs> understand what's going on, and then you got like the white players who just like the flag, bro, the flag. And I'm like, no, nigga, it's not the flag, and it's man. 
It's not about the flag. It's not about the flag and the fact that people are choosing to like show a sense of solidarity. I mean, solidarity. even certain military members are saying like, "Look, Man, I didn't a fight." Lot. For the physical flag, that's not what the, you're not disrespecting the military by not standing for the pledge. It's First actually of all, the pledge of allegiance. The Star Spangled Banner was wrote was written by a slave owner. Let's let's like start by that. That's the reason why Colin started. And he's like, hold up, this 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 Star Spangled Banner was not even originally meant for me or my people. You can sing that third verse. Though. It doesn't speak to <laughs> me or my Facts. people. So I don't necessarily need. I have the freedom of speech. That's the whole point of the Constitution. Freedom to express myself. If I don't feel like standing for something that doesn't represent me, why do I need to? That's not disrespecting anybody. That's just, that's what I believe in. Right. I mean, I remember being in uh, elementary school and I couldn't understand it at the time. Obviously, I was like seven years old, but Muslim kids would not stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And I was like, damn, like, why not? And now, obviously, under, I'm starting to understand. Under, one nation under God. Exactly. Like, that. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of separation with, you know, Re- people's beliefs. Religion. Yeah. And they're not disrespecting anybody. It just didn't, it didn't apply to them. So I have an issue with the players that, like, LaShawn McCoy and Ray Lewis and all these people that were speaking out against kneeling beforehand and decided that once the NFL came into the picture, shit, LaShawn McCoy was dead-ass stretching. Right. During, like, now that was disrespectful. <laughs> that was disrespectful, because he didn't. He gave two fucks about the national. To me, that's just selfishness. That, you're that, not. You're not kneeling for a cause. Well, you're, so you're just, so so initially, Colin Kaepernick, the the first time that he had decided he was going to make his uh, statement, he he initially sat down on a bench. Right, he didn't kneel, and uh, Nate Boyer, who was his teammate, who was uh, a former veteran, uh, he asked him how he felt about it as. A veteran, and he said, honestly, it is disrespectful to sit down. He was like, if you want to be respectful, take a knee. Stand with the team, but take a knee. That is still sh- making your presence and your awareness known, but still being respectful to the flag, right? So that's number one. Number two, for folks that are in Dave's uh, camp or in Dave's position, whereas they're taking a position to not watch the NFL, um, here's why I feel that's dangerous. Because here's what you're doing. NFL players right now, we can all agree, play the most dangerous sport out of all professional sports and get paid the least. Or get paid the least that they deserve. NFL is the most popular sport in the, in, uh, in the United States right now. It's not bigger than soccer, but that's worldwide. Um, or football European, whatever. But in the United States, it grosses billions of dollars, right? Owners are billionaires. In 2020, in 2020, matter of fact, next year, they start the negotiations for the new CBA, the new contracts, uh-huh. right? These new contracts will dictate how much more the players get in revenue. If people stop watching, like as Dave is suggesting that he's doing, Advertising dollars will go down. Advertisers notice this, and they'll come back to the table and say, "Your average, your ads aren't where they used to be. Their your um your viewership isn't where it used to be. It's lower. So we don't feel we should have to pay as much 
as for advertising rights from the networks, from the companies that advertise for games and for Super Bowls. So that money in the pot goes lower. The money in the pot goes lower. The owners who are billionaires and who will still be billionaires go back to the table with the players and say, you're not making... Max contracts go down. Rookie contracts go down. Again. Everything goes down. So really, really, who you're affecting, you're not affecting the owners by not watching the games. You're really affecting the players that are playing today and the players that are in college right now that have dreams of going and getting that deserve more money in the next three four five six and continue going on seasons that's really who you're affecting the most so that's why i feel us as pro kaepernick as we want to be and as we feel that uh, not watching is taking a stand. It's really dangerous and it's really affecting those players and it's really counterproductive. I think that I think that your approximation of this is much higher than it re- than the actual reality. It's I really think. not though. I think that it's I really that, not though. I Dave. think that I get it. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, these players deserve to get you, played more. So do you think? Do you think Richard? That, Richard? Oh, Sher- yeah, 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 absolutely. Richard Sherman says we we damn near plan to strike in 2020. He said, "Players, save your money now because we deserve money, more money in the pot than we're getting right now." Listen, all of that is uh, that side of it is very true, and I get it. The CBA is a man. That's a it's almost a bargaining chip that they don't really have actual bargaining power for it unless they but say but here's the thing they do out of here they but no, do but what? see like the, the, the problem is that when you have the representatives from the team you got the the fucking the unlike the nba the fucking despair despair the disparity yes between the highest played player and the lowest played player on the team is way like like way different than it is in the nba whereas a dude might be making like could be making like between 750 and like 1.5 you talking about average salary in the NFL in the NBA is five is five million dollars. That's the average salary. Well, that's the average. That's the middle of the road. The lowest. The so lowest. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So like, like the, the lowest that you can make it in the NBA is seven hundred twenty-five. Yeah, so seven. So that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that like I get it, but on the NFL, OBJ is making like what eight hundred thousand or something crazy. OBJ's, but so that's with the rookie deal. Yeah, that was signed in the old CBA that was right. signed in 2010. Whereas the rookie pay scales because rookies used to come into the league. If you were drafted in the first round, you were making. Twenty million dollars off rip, this, off rip. This is what regardless I'm, if you were good or Jay if you Russ, were trash. Jay Russ, <laughs> shout out to Jamar, yeah. shout Jamarcus, Jamarcus Russell, Russell that made off with sixty million dollars and was garbage ass cheeks, but still made off with sixty million dollars. But you have other players that's on the team that was nice, so, but the team didn't have money so, to pay so them. So I say, I'm saying, all I'm saying is that like. But OBJ, the, the well, respect, to, respond, to respond to Nick real fast, OBJ will get his money, though. For sure. That's the thing. OBJ will get his money, and he will be the highest paid offensive for player sure. but, but in, in the National Football League. It will happen. It hasn't happened today, but it will happen. Go ahead, Dave. And saying that, though, like, our respect and our freedom is, much, is worth much more than that. And I understand that the players do that, but they make more money. And I'm not going to be like, oh, they should be happy. I'm saying that y'all make money, and if they're not wise with their bread, then our fucking, like, our respect factor as people for the for a, a league that they give their literal lives to should not be fucking, like, questioned for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Oh, if they strike, these guys won't make the bread. These guys will be okay. Oh, man, the league will shift up, switch up. They might do a fucking replacement nigga season like that goddamn Keanu Reeves horrible-ass movie. <laughs> but What was the name? It's literally called The Replacements. Fuck. What was his name? Flacco. Oh, in the movie? Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, no. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was like Flacco or something like that. Oh, no. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. But that, 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 that's what makes me curious about, because one of my good friends, Nana, shout out Nana, he wrote an article about the effects of what people can do by not watching NFL games. And his whole point was what you were just saying. He was like, if we stop watching these games, we can then in, uh, you know, affect the NFL's TV revenue, therefore make them want to make a change. But in a way... The billionaires, like you said, are still going to be big billionaires. They got the power. So, and they're still going to make money off the new TV deals. Right. And that's why it's like I commented on that that same post. I was like, Nana, I disagree with you, but I'd love to have a debate with you about there's a, there's it. There's a lot but of niggas. But the thing is, I think the people that are protesting this really don't give a fuck right. about because it's bigger than these rich Thank millionaires. Because NFL players are still millionaires. Yes. <laughs> You're still a millionaire. It's bigger than you, You're bro. You're still making six million. I don't give a fuck about you making... Six million this year, as opposed to twenty million this year. If it means that injustice will finally be solved in certain ways, like any by any means necessary, right? So, but okay, so, Dave, let me ask you one question before we I, you know, I, and let me just make it clear: I still watch NFL games. Right. I had an argument uh, argument about this <laughs> with my boy the other day. But you're, you're a fan though, too, right? That's what I try so to what, tell. So, people. what do you have if you don't have football during the fall? You're twenty something years old. You've I had love this football. your entire, and that's what I'm saying. And that's what I was like, I was about to get at you, like, nigga, just say you a fan, bro. Like, say you a super fan. But like, I am a fan. That's what I'm saying. But like that, that should be the like the main argument of why you're still watching sports. Like, why you still watching? It ain't because there, you're but, trying to. But there are no, fans, no, 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 no. Dave, you're a fan. Are you a fan? Yeah, and I'm not watching. But you're a fan though. But you're a bigger fan than me of football. But you're a fan of football though. Regardless, Listen, we're, we're not quantifying. I'm not going that way. I'm not going that way with NBA. <laughs> NBA, I'm still watching that shit. Like, fuck that. And my my homeboy tried to get me to say it. Like, man, the NBA still. Races too. They got it. I mean, they have what I feel like is an un- un- uh, unconstitutional law of saying that you can you fucking find somebody right, exactly. for something they actually have a right to do. Like that's not that's that's a little that's a little slavish right there, you know. And that fine isn't isn't. Steep. But you still gonna watch? I mean, hell yeah, nigga. You saw J.R. Smith though. So then, what's the difference, bro? You saw because you're just saying you're more. Nigga, you're just a bigger NBA fan than NFL fan that you're I'm willing saying. to cut it out. But that's what but I want. But you're not willing to cut I the want, NBA out. I want people who are NBA is actually worse bro. because they're actually finding they're taking money I want, from players I want you that NFL, are on that are taking their stance, yes, bro. Yes, 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 yes. But I want you guys to also say like I'm I'm just I'm really a I'm really a big fan and I don't know what I would do with my Sundays if if I couldn't watch football. Like I just want y'all to just admit that like that that being is a big part of it and that's fine. It doesn't make you weak, bro. But, like sports are fucking but, awesome. So here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'll say to and to transition on to something else. I'm not saying the NFL cannot do anything to make me not watch. I'm saying that this stance that Colin Kaepernick has made, I support him, but that's not enough to make me not watch football because I, at the end of the day, I realize RG3 doesn't have a job either. And it's not because he took a stance. It's because teams don't want to take that chance with him. Now, granted, Colin Kaepernick is better than RG3. He's just not as toxic in a sense that he won't take away money from the bottom line for the team that signs him. I personally feel Colin Kaepernick should be signed. What's up, Oakland Raiders? Derek Carr is out for the next six weeks. Pick the nigga up. Just me. That's and I think he'll fit Colin, in just fine. Colin and fucking. Marshawn I think he'll fit in just fine with Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> that's just what I'm saying. Oakland, holla at your boy. Um, but transitioning onto that, I know Dave, you touched on the NF, uh, NBA. Um, like I said, we've been off for a couple weeks, so we missed a couple things. A few things um, since that damn. Yeah. Um, I was just, as a matter of fact, before I came over, I was watching Kyrie ball for the Celtics. Oh yeah, yeah, ball. Like who, who they play today? They played um, the Hornets. Uh, um, look, he, the NBA, the East is gonna be very yo, fun. It's to gonna watch. be fun, man. Yeah. The West is it's gonna, gonna be, be very fun. fun to watch. Y'all thought NBA was fun last year? <laughs> Y'all thought NBA was fun it's last so year? Lit. 
this year the NBA is going to be the best it's been in a while because finally some power got dispersed. Yeah, distributed. Grant, it's still centralized. But the Knicks are like, still going to be trash. Still, oh, shut up. But um, they are. <laughs> I think the Knicks will be fun. The, the Knicks, Knicks will be, be fun. fun because they got a lot of young talent. Right, exactly. They're going to like, we're not playing for they're, a championship. Exactly. They're going to run. They're going to run and not going to be shit. It's going to be jump, jump up shots. It's going to be some... If they, got a lot if, to if they can play defense, they'll win 40 games. If they can't, then they'll only win 25, but they'll still score 110 points every It's going to be night. fun. It's going to be fun to watch. I, oh, New York basketball will be fun because Melo's not, not going to be depressed anymore. Right. Melo was depressed. <laughs> like, I he had a lot train, going on last year. Oh, and God. I saw a fucking Brooklyn on Sunday, and I saw a Brooklyn <laughs> Nets uh, <laughs> advertisement in Brooklyn. Right. I was on the A train. <laughs> I was like, yo, who the fuck? <laughs> This it was like it was Jeremy Lin and then like just two guys. <laughs> I like, I, yo, fuck. you know what? If you told me you had a million dollars on the table right now, I would not be able to name the starting five for the Brooklyn Nets no, right now. I couldn't. I could not name the starting five for the so, Brooklyn Nets. So I would say Also, is Jeremy Lin even starting Jeremy with D'Angelo Hall? That's the thing. I, Russell, I, I, mean? I have to watch them play. I grin, I could name like seven, eight. 10 players from the Nets. I just don't know what the starting lineup looks like. I don't know what the starting like. lineup is. But that's the thing. I don't think they know what the starting lineup looks like. They still got Isaiah. Uh, they still got Isaiah Whitehead. Okay. They still have um, um, this dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, him. No, no. So, Jeremy Lin, Isaiah Whitehead, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. Um, who, who else came in over? They got the one of the Plumleys still? Yeah. Five right there. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Y'all get on the court. Let's go. <laughs> I mean the Knicks and the the Knicks and the Nets games are gonna like be very interesting to watch basically. But yeah, I mean niggas still gonna come to New York. The, the Lakers are gonna be. Fun I'm, to watch. I'm gonna be at Nets games. I'm gonna Bruh, be at the, Nets games. Matter Lakers of fact, games? I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if I can get Spencer Dinwiddie in here because mm. I, I got I got I, I might have some links. I might be able to get some players in here. That'd be lit for real. The Lakers uh, game I already I was I watched well I went back and rewatched the uh, that first game that they lost to the Timberwolves um, and the Timberwolves look. Pretty decent right now. Timberwolf. Jeff Teague is Jeff Teague is filling into that so role. So that's like the, that's the low key pickup that went underneath Ooh. the radar between Jeff Teague and dude from Chicago. Um, not and not um Butler. Um, who's um Taj um, Gibson. Taj Gibson. Oh, Taj yeah. Gibson is gonna be a low because that's the one thing they lacked is they could put up points in bunches, but they had no defense and they had no offensive Taj rebounding, defensive rebounding. I think that's a low key pickup that's gonna be that's gonna wait, pay wait, wait. Let's, well. let's press pause on the NBA real quick. The only thing I give a f about in the MLB right now is the Yankees going to the playoffs again. Shout out to Aaron Judge. Yeah, Aaron niggas. Judge with please the rise. Y'all niggas, home please niggas rise. dapping up. Y'all niggas wouldn't know something of, home oh runs, man. God. Please rise. When's the last time you saw a rookie go fifty? Never. Uh, so shout outs to you, Aaron Judge. You did it. <sighs> you did it, right? Yankees are back. Where the Mets at, though? Mets just. Where the Mets at, though? We floating merrily, <laughs> merrily down <laughs> these streets. <laughs> Where your boys? I don't know what it is about teams that are orange and blue, but. The, the color scheme, maybe the color uh, scheme. We're, we're not here. We're not here how for the, the orange. We're not here for the orange and blue <laughs> shit. How are the Islanders doing? <laughs> yeah. Not Check good. Shout, not good. Out, <laughs> shout out to John Tavares from, from the Islanders. <laughs> Do your thing, player. Switch up. Back to the NBA. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, looking at the Lakers, man, they got they they man, they got such young guys over there. Like, first of all, I don't believe I don't believe in ball. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you don't. I don't Ooh, think, I'll challenge you on that. I don't think that he's the standout. I think he is. The dude got, I think he is. The dude got the uh, Summer League MVP. Yeah, he was balling the fuck out. But I think that... Um, Granted, he was against Summer League dudes. It wasn't against... But like, I'm saying league, league, like his passes. Look, he made his play. He made his. I'm, I'm a fan. Good. I'm a fan. Oh, I mean, doesn't take away from his bro. passing ability. I'm just saying that, like, 
in UCLA, I was a fan. I saw yeah. him. I saw his game. I'm like, this could translate to the NBA real well. So I'm, I just I'm, rooting, them, I'm rooting for dude. I just wanted them to do well for the sake of what that meant for black people and black business more than I actually cared about, about the him. Lakers winning. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that I factored into it. So I mean, yeah, but they. I mean, they look decent. Yo, there was a line of people that wanted to meet Levar Ball oh, at, at the uh, Lakers. Was it the Lakers preseason? It was game? the training season. It was the training, training facility game, or whatever. Whatever. There was literally like 50 dudes, middle-aged white dudes, in line to meet LaFar, like smiles on and everything. He's like, yeah, what's good, young blood? Like, shout-outs to LaVar, man. He's always just moving his head from side to side. I mean, I saw when I saw the um the uh the preview for the Ball Family show, um, it was like a two-minute snippet. I haven't watched the show, the actual show, but the like the preview for the show um, was dope to me because it lets in an inside look that you know the bravado that he has is really for the camera, right? Yeah. It's for it's for show. I think it's a it's, great it's father. A brand, yeah, he's a great father. Great he's father. not a good father. He's a great father. Great father. You know, and between what he does, how he splits his time between his kids, um. And not just kids, but ain't like even, how he cares for his wife ain't no as split well, time, too. Yeah, ain't no split time. His kids get all of his time. Right. <clears throat> I haven't even seen him actually ha outside of the business, which is for the kids and centered around the kids. But I haven't seen him actually have his own thing. Like, he, he prides and, and loves the fact that he can spend as much time. I think he said that, too, like. All his time was spent on the court. That's that's time he has with his son. You know, that's that's time he has with his children. Unfortunately, yeah, his wife had that stroke. Right. Whole yeah. right, whole left side of her body right. uh, paralyzed. Speech fucking uh, mm -hmm. speech center fin like, like not finished, but like uh, heavily damaged. And like even in that, man, bro, I was like, bro, this is the side that they don't they don't the media would not want to show this, bro, yeah. because like. Bro, he sits in that it pool. Could, it could actually make you like him and appreciate bruh, him more. Bro, rehabbing his wife by himself in the pool, going through all the exercises, making sure she pushes herself so that she's doing like. Point blank, he's a man that loves his family. Man. Like man. over everything. That's, nothing, right. He's the real definition of family. Of a, of a People family say family over everything. LeVar Ball is the true definition of family over everything. Family over your Nike money. Family over your Reebok money. Family over your fucking uh, Colin. Uh, Colin Cowherd radio show hosts like family over all y'all like your stay lane. in your lane, lane. <laughs> <laughs> for real well how, well how do you guys like I mean everybody with the NFL having it's um, like publicity thing right now it's really created a platform for Shannon Sharp like how do you what, I mean everybody loves Shannon you know what's crazy Shannon Sharp makes me want to watch Fox Sports exactly. 1. <laughs> Isn't that bad? Isn't no. That bad? I don't, I'm I don't not know interested in watching it because I'm like, it's not even about Fox. I used to work for Fox Sports. It's the programming to me has become like mundane. It's like, I know what I'm, uh, you know, you just have people yelling at the TV. You got Jason Whitlock's. I don't respect Jason Whitlock one bit, so that's why clown. I will never watch his clown. show. Jason Whitlock, you're a clown. Played yourself. Uh, <laughs> I think, anyway, Miro called him a chicken nugget. Watch <laughs> <laughs> it's like a chicken I would nugget. never watch a Jason Whitlock program. No. Um, why would you never? Sold yourself but, out, man. But Shannon Sharp, he's, I don't know, if I was ESPN, I would be a little like, yeah, like Stephen A, uh, Max, we got to. We gotta spice it Freshen up. Freshen up, yeah. yeah. We gotta sprinkle some gotta salt, salt on this, bro. <laughs> we gotta sprinkle some salt on this. I mean, that's yeah. what my, my boy literally is saying this in, in one of my other like little smart nigga group chats. He's like, he's like, yo, like <laughs> ESPN over leveraged themselves with Stephen A. And they didn't even understand the other talent that they could have. They just thought they're like, oh, people like Stephen A. more than they like Skip. 
And now Skip was like, mm, "That's cool." Hey, Shannon, you trying to come over to Fox? Cool. Let's I mean, go. I can't, I can't blame Skip for chasing that bag and, no, and taking his all. brand over to not another. Not all, and because, it's working. I mean, because I, it's, it's well, working beautifully. Right. So I, I mean, I don't think there was the wrong decision for ESPN to leverage Stephen A. over Skip. I think Stephen A. was the right person for ESPN at the time to pick over Skip because guys, Skip hedged a lot of his uh, opinions on dumb shit like. Uh, he 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 leveraged a lot of shit and, on the Cowboys, on fucking uh, Tim Tebow, on stuff that just and, like what felt gimmicky and not realistic. And also, ESPN started to kind of uh, shape their demographic of first take towards the urban black demographic. That too. Little Wayne recorded their their original show, Wale, their uh, song. Yeah, Wale did too. Uh, Wale yeah. did. Yeah. But, but that's see, moved on to the, the issue with, with ESPN. It's like. They they push all of these liberal um, ideals out there because they want to get that audience. But then you have Middle America, like you have a good friend of mine, Jamel Hill. You have Middle America that hears Jamel Hill or reads Jamel Hill's tweet about you know Donald Trump being a white supremacist, which he is. Uh, and then Middle America, ESPN's biggest fan base, the people that are actually home at back. six p.m. watching that Sports Center, they're like, hold up, what the fuck is this? Like, nah, we, this is Trump country. What do you mean he's a white supremacist? So ESPN got in bed with the liberals and their actual demographic they're that playing, spends money on them. They're trying that. to play both, both sides yeah, of the Yeah, it's, it's not working. You you know. Like not, I said earlier, you can't play the middle of the road with nah. white people. Either you are or you're against them. Right. That's the thing. And, and they're and, like, but, but the interesting thing is Fox Sports, I don't know if they're playing the middle of the road. But man, that was luck. That was, that was pure Shannon luck. Shannon Sharp is completely outspoken, and they're not correcting him at all. No. They're like, bro, go do yo, your fucking yo, thing. You see the ratings? My man brought Black and Miles out on the show. He said, uh, hey, he said I'm gonna get, I, y'all hated on me because I'm drinking my head rock and smoking my Miles. I'm on my Miles and Hand Dog. I'm on my Miles and Hand Dog. And I know Nick can attest to this because I've been on sets, uh, not like live shows, but I've been on sets. That means a PA had to go out and get those Black and Miles. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine that guy? Like, yo, where, are they in Atlanta? Where are they at? Nah, they're in they're in LA. LA but a PA yeah. definitely, a PA definitely had to go out and to get some guys those black, black and miles, miles for Shannon. Miles and <laughs> I liked it though. I respect. <laughs> I did too. Yeah. I don't know where the Henny yeah. was at. That shit was beautiful. Nah, you can't have Henny on. Joke. Nah, yeah, that's too much promotion. That's bro, too, it's like that's too much. They do that show at like too much twelve o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> they do that show so early, bro. They can't have that nigga drink it, bro. But you ever if you ever actually watch, that's why other thing like a lot of because of social media. Deadass had a black and mild in his mouth on the show today, dog. Because of social media, I don't. Have to like really like watch the shit. Like I can, nigga. Shannon, Shannon tweets throughout the entire games, bro, and he's be wild. He, I was like, at some point in time, it was like seven o'clock. I was like, oh, this nigga drunk, and I and just proved <laughs> the next day because he just be like, you don't see them ball going down that field right now. Like he just like saying, he's nah, just, nah, nah, nah. The, the the craziest thing I think I've ever seen Shannon Sharp say was in reference to Nicole Murphy. Oh my god! Somebody somebody said something about uh oh uh. I think it was oh yeah it was Le'Veon Bell wanting I think seventeen million or some some number some high number, and Shannon Sharp was like I want Nicole Murphy but we can't all get what we want, <laughs> and then somebody posted a picture of Nicole Murphy in a tight dress, and he said, <laughs> what did he say? He said that thing is that thing is thicker than a uh, 
Something about a possum. He said that thing is thicker than the a farm-raised possum. The, the two swamp. Two, oh, swamp. Yeah, swamp, swamp possum. Swamp-fed possum. I was like, what the fuck? Country, yo. What backbush country area is he country, from? He's from, yo. like, uh, I forgot. It starts with an S, but he's, like, six, <laughs> he's 60 miles outside Citronella, of. Citronella, Georgia. Now nah, he's he's 60 miles outside of Atlanta in a in a very, like, like rural black area, like, where everybody's poor. At that point, I was like, yo, Shannon, you got it, bro. Like, not, Fox is not even, they let the leash go. They were like, fuck it, bro. Do what you want. Jamie Horitz got kicked out the building for his antics. And then Fox was like, we need we need something. And Shannon Sharp is it. Yeah. He's basically, I don't know, for, for Fox Sports, I think Shannon Sharp might be bigger than what Stephen A. is for ESPN right now. Because not yet. Not yet. But there's no, not why yet. Do, well, Colin Cowherd is probably the, the, right. the, the, the big ticket, the right. big fish. But Shannon Sharp is growing rapidly, and people also, he definitely has momentum people, on his side. Yeah. Where they get, and the ratings are coming in too, and also because uh, a lot of their content when when they start integrating like basketball stuff in there, you'll see more because he spoke on basketball earlier this year, like when they were still going or whatever. But they don't do it as much as Skip does. Like Skip and uh, it, but also Max, man. Like Max Kellerman is amazing, bro. Like, yeah, he's a perfect compliment to to Stephen A. Max I mean. Kellerman, uh, yeah. I mean, that shit. Max Kellerman seems like the type of dude that's just a cool dude. Like, I would love to have him on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I would too. Cool I would too. I would love to to chop it up with Max just about. Well, I mean, I'm a big a boxing fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would love to chop it up, but Basketball, like how he got yo, bro. You realize that Max Kellerman at like 30 was doing. Like pay per views for HBO. Like, yeah, how did you do that? He man? really, really made Dude, it. Do Larry seems, Merchant. He seems like and just Emmanuel the Sanders. Like, how did you do that, bro? The smoothest calm dude. I mean, yo, th- first of all, this really reminded me of something that's really not a nice topic. Speaking of boxing, Max Kellerman, I'm thinking of Vegas. Our hearts go out to the people in Las Vegas. Right. We didn't even touch on that who because lost we their families, uh, people that had to be in that. I mean, that shit is that horrible. That whole situation was trash. It was so terrorism. close to the airport, too. That's like, the only way you could describe it. That's true terrorism. That's what it is. It's terrorism. It's terrorism. I love Las Vegas. Like, I love going to Vegas for a weekend, like, once a year at least, relieving stress, hitting the tables, you know, going to a pool party, going to a nice concert, whatever it may be. Yo, the vibe people, is so casual. The vibe is so are, relaxed out there, man. These people are making it scary to go outside of people's homes. Like, some people are home tonight because they're afraid to walk right. outside. Right. In the United States of of America, like, ah, oh man. I tell you what, though. That shit, like, because I heard a couple people talking to me that, like, like, oh, bro, be safe. You know what I'm saying? We in the city and out there in Vegas is crazy, so you never know what happened. Let me tell you something, man. Can't nothing keep me from doing what the fuck I'm going to want to do. Nah, you can't like, fear, it will never dictate the way I move. Man. You also are a black man and, like, your kind of life is in danger every time you walk outside. Exactly. So it's yeah. not nothing, like... I don't want to shrink I don't want to shrink the actual, the, the gravity of the situation in Vegas. But, 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 like, white people never feel unsafe until this type of shit happens. Right. Which is, like, once a year because was Orlando was last year, right? Or like a year and a half ago. Yeah, and also, all of America didn't really sympathize with that because it was a gay club. So, like, yeah, white people never feel unsafe in this country unless they're around us by themselves. You know, so like, not saying that they, it's deserving, but it's just like, welcome to our world for right. a little bit. Like, y'all think that America is so fucking awesome, but like, these are y'all own people doing this. Like, a 60 year old white man who just got an issue fucking letting the chopper fly out of, out of a fucking 40 story goddamn window with like, I think they said he had 17 guns in there. Yeah, in the wrong. Why did it take them so long to figure out where he was at? 
He's high perched. Bro, Vegas, bro, Vegas, Vegas security is crazy though. I mean, I'm a fan of Vegas as well. I'm a, I'm not a fan of the, the amount of security, but I do feel safe every time I'm in Vegas. You can right. damn near start a fight in there and you could be okay. Right. Like, I mean, shout out to Tupac, but you know. <laughs> oh shit. Did y'all see that uh that Tupac who 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 killed Biggie and Tupac? Nah, though? I hate those fucking it's yeah, like A and E or some shit. I, I saw like the last ten minutes. So shout out, like, so shout out to a, shout out to a former so guest that we had on the show. Shout out to who e. y'all had Ice T on here? No, yeah, we had Ice T. Shout out to e, e E from Cali. You know, yeah, he you was, know, he was in that shit with his gold rope. You saw him, right? <laughs> e had on his gold rope. I said, yo, as soon as I saw him, I said, like, E, why did you save Biggie, man? What the fuck, bro? You got, he had on his kangle. You got to secure the bag, man. He had on his kangle, tilted to the side, he gold said, rope. He yo, said, why you, didn't you save Biggie? Yeah, that's, like, for the people, for Ken and Nick who saw it, like, y'all believe that's what happened? What? Like what Ice T and that chick discovered. You know? I don't. I don't. I mean, all all the stuff that was mentioned in it is not new information. Right. Who was the chick? Right. Soledad O'Brien. She left. She left CNN. Well, she got. Now she's doing her own. Fired from or pushed out of CNN. Well, she. I don't know. I think she still did like side. First, she was like an anchor, and then she was doing behind the scenes executive producer work, and then she left to do her own thing. Whether she got pushed out or not, I mean, I like Soledad O'Brien. Network or something, but like Soledad. So I and I vaguely remember Soledad saying something like because she, you know, she has mixed. She, her husband is white, mm-hmm. so she had mixed kids, and she had said something along the lines. And like, she's mixed herself, right? Yeah, but she's like super black, though. Like, I mean, yeah, she's, she's very, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. she's a Delta. Of her I didn't know that. Yeah, not like not like Sage Steele, <laughs> Trump, oh, Trump supporting Sage right. Steele. You know what? She got real ugly after I found out she was a Trump supporter. Right. I was able to keep it a buck. I thought for the longest, I thought that her husband was Michael Steele, who used to be the, <laughs> the chairman of the Republican, oh, Republican National yeah. Party. Half there, bald, there, half course. side, great head, Michael. Could you imagine? Goodness gracious, she she looked like the type that would lay up so with Michael. Smith. I, you know I what? Speaking show. of Trump, like she's tall. As well. Anybody Dave, she's like, who, anybody who consciously it. voted for Donald Trump, like I really want to know if you're intelligent. How can you possibly be okay with your decision at this point? One of the like beyond Mary, Mary racism, Mary. beyond bigotry, beyond sexism. The dude is an idiot. Like he's 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 made it clear that he's not capable bro, of running a country. Bro, I'm gonna tell you something, Chuck. Please. So I was down in <laughs> I was down in Florida this weekend. I absolutely came in contact with a few Trump supporters this weekend. Really? And they are current Trump supporters. Current Trump supporters, and they are absolutely steadfast in their decision that they stood arms in arms. And I could look at them and say, Yeah, you definitely voted for Trump. And um, you know they. It, it's weird how he has the ability. And Dave, going back to our first show, I think we talked about this. The ability that Donald Trump... I said, if you ask me one like ability that I wish I, I had, is the ability that Donald Trump has to manipulate people, have controls over horrible, their mind, bro. and make them think, A, he relates to them, or but B, how he can make their lives better, right? Meanwhile, he's fucking them three times sideways to Sunday. And they have no idea because they're just so naive to it, right? They're just easy, easily manipulated people. And there's more, like, the reason why Donald Trump got voted is because, I mean, and I'll be honest, and I love America, there are more dumb people than smart people. They're actual idiots. They're actually dumb people. Like, I read some of the tweets sometimes, and I'm like, wow, there are actual, like, people that are very 
unintelligent they're just dumb right. like they're actual i didn't i i used to give people the benefit of the doubt and i'd be no. like maybe they're no, just no, no, maybe no, they're no, just racist or maybe they're just uh very conservative but at this point it's beyond racism it's it's beyond being conservative it's actually that you're dumb well here here's what it is and here's where i go into like being dumb is because like and where donald trump is a manipulator is because he taps into that he taps into their fears he taps into what they're afraid of and in an emotion right they're coming for your country make america great again meaning it's not great right now because of x and y right yeah, because if there are 100 people in the country 35 of them are stupid right so they're gonna be like you're right like how do we how do we make America great again? Right, they're coming for your guns. They're coming to that uh, they want. They don't want to see you better. I want to see you better. I want to make you more money. I want to bring your jobs back. And in Florida, like it's kind of a fucked up situation because I was in parts of Florida where like I could visually see economically. They're not doing too good, right? I'm talking about going by commercial businesses uh, where there clearly was a business there and there's not. And then seeing that on every other block, right? Well, I mean, they like, and seeing is, niggas strung out and niggas just not doing too well. Niggas, you know what I'm saying, grizzly in the beard, you know what I'm saying, fucking tattered shorts. Like people that were clearly doing better 10, 15 years ago and are not doing well now. Well, and Donald Trump saying to them, listen... I can get your jobs back. They're taking your jobs away. They're the bad ones. I'm the great one. I want to do good for you. Fuck them. And them buying into that concept. Stupid people, right? So, I mean, that's I could I could absolutely see why uh, dumb people could vote for Trump because he's, he, I, he can talk a good game if you're not able to casually think for yourself. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think that uh, a lot of <laughs> 10 years ago, Black people had less opportunity they had. 20 years ago, they had twice as less, you know, and so on and so forth. And so a lot of times, they wipe a lot of white people in middle class and like low middle class, white people who were just above the cusp, uh, benefited of, for like, from like racism and discrimination for a long ass time. And when things started getting fair, when the marketplace shifted, and you just owning a gas station isn't cutting it anymore, mm -hmm. you know, like that shit changed. And really, that has nobody to blame, but them but you know they'll blame everybody else and so that's what trump really thrived off of is the the ability not only just to manipulate but to just put a face to the blame right you know i mean not did not 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 as if that like obama didn't really already have the face for blame because of it, the, the color of his skin and everything <clears throat> but just kind of like saying things that people were always saying people were always being like Oh, Obama and he's tax like Obama really didn't do anything to hurt anybody, <laughs> but people would just say it because they just felt like they always feel like 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 a, like like you always feel that, that's the whole like the ethos of of uh, like supremacist groups is that there's always some some group is the reason why they're not fucking great. Really, these people are just very subpar humans, <laughs> like, and that's just really what it is. But to kind of like not want to take responsibility and. Uh, you know, like just you you want to fucking blame somebody else, and I think that Trump fucking fed off that, and it's very like easy to see. You got people who are farmers who sold their land to Monsanto, who you know what I'm saying, who have who are, who are contracted to sell their seeds to Monsanto, and all that type of shit. And you have people who sold their lands for for oil, for for coal refinery, all of that shit, and now the money is run out. <laughs> like they those are the people who voted, who voted because right. they sold it 
because they were sold the dream by their own people that like, hey, yeah, here's this 140000 for your land. Thank you. Your life's going to get better after this. And life life was good. And then the drugs and then the spent the heavy spending because right. what is our economy if we don't spend the money that we have? And, you know, they, they fucking how out high and dry and they don't have jobs because they're not fucking educated because people in middle america are not educated like there's just no funding for education and it doesn't really affect them until it affects them like now right and they still don't understand that education is the key that arts and sciences are the key and they're like no 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 we just need more money just just keep keep pumping up the right. and that's the other thing i'm saying about trump is that he is giving you all of this like shit to like not look at and he's just like low-key handing out bags to his friends. Like, this tax shit that's going to affect the middle class the most. Oh, yeah. These insurance cuts. I mean, thank that, God. An thank God. just that the, dropped about that yesterday. I mean, no, it just happened. What's today? Today's Monday, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just happened. Like, And then thank God that uh, as of, at the end of last week that like, you know, Obama, the, uh, the repealing of the Obamacare like failed again. So we're we going to be good for just you know a little bit more, a little while longer, but... It's only a matter of time, man. It's only a matter of time. That dude has literally <clears throat> three and a half more years. No, nah, he ain't going to make it. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I would assume at this point, I haven't seen any signs of of an impeachment on its way. And, and, and taking somebody, I mean, it, it probably takes at least a couple years to fully get somebody impeached. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know what of, how this dude is going to get out. And when he does, if he does get out in whatever way he gets out, you know there's going to be an uproar from his fan base, from the Nazis and the racists and the bigots of the United States of America. It, him being in the White House is going to cause an ugly pattern regardless. Well, he's, he's our and, you know, trying to put a rubber stamp on this. Um He's already caused the divisions, right, between um, playing off of, I mean, just look at what he did with the NFL, right? Him inserting himself into that issue divided it. Like, this whole take a knee thing, the NFL thought they were over this last year when, you know, when after Kaepernick's last game because nobody else was taking a knee. He specifically inserted himself into this and then caused a division into where you had to literally pick sides and to what side you stand on right so that only like formed the hugest wedge which is and dave i was going to go off of what you said before not just education that's lacking but it's also diversity right if you if you don't know any black people or if you're not cool with any muslim people or you know what i'm saying you just hang around the same type of people that is just you know uh, and giving my example, going back to Florida, if you're just a older white man and you just hang out with a bunch of older white men and there's you don't have access to any diversity to understand the plight that a black man might be going through saying this shit is happening to my people or this shit is happening to this could happen to my son or having these conversations or being sympathetic to those type of conversations like you don't give a shit about them. And if it doesn't affect you, you don't give a shit about it. You know what I'm saying? Um wiping the slate clean of all that right <laughs> because we, can, we, we can, could we could we like we, yeah we could go man. dive we could dive deep 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 into the rabbit hole um um you know what what 
to end to end this on i think i think we should end this on a on a on a segment uh speak your peace speak your peace mm. <laughs> so obviously there's been a lot of 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 back and forth going on with kneeling not kneeling it all started with colin kaepernick so ken i'm gonna ask you to take the place of colin kaepernick okay you're gonna speak your piece for Colin Kaepernick. Dave and I are gonna ask you a few questions. Okay. <laughs> All right, Colin. So number one, right? How do you even feel with all that's going on right now? With with the whole NFL now deciding that they want to take a kneel. I mean, it's kind of twofold, right? For me, I mean, it, it's it was all about the awareness from the beginning. That's all it was all about. Like, I wanted to bring awareness to that situation, what's going on to my people, um, what the injustices that the American flags, uh, what the American flag stands for. I feel that there are people that are going by the wayside that are having their lives taken, families that are having their mother, uh, having their mothers, brothers, daughters, sons, lives ripped away from them. Right. From human beings sure. without consequence. So if we're bringing awareness to that that was always the initial goal but i also at the same time feel that like where were y'all last year right right where like i i granted i never did this for anybody else but myself and as my track record can prove i not only took a knee but i've donated and given so much to help the cause that I've stood behind, I'd question what everybody else is doing and what would be their solutions to what the issues that they're taking a knee for. I would I would open that to that dialogue. I would open to the owners. Okay, you want to come out and take your take a knee with your players. What are you doing to support the platform that they're taking a knee for? Right. How can we rectify this situation? That would be my take on it if you ask me honestly are you willing to never play football again as long as your stance is upheld i want to play football i'm an nfl quarterback that's how i got this platform but what, I, what i'm asking you is is that if you never play if you never play another down again was it worth it if i never played another down again um I know in my heart I did what I wanted to do and I did it for the people that I wanted to do it for. And I can sleep at night knowing that I've made enough money to fund generations of my family if it came to me never playing a down of football again. But with that said, I'm in the gym eight days out of the seven day week training waiting for that phone call oakland holla at me the raiders <laughs> <laughs> you dig all right appreciate you colin yeah no doubt keep I'm doing here. your thing here for the team so i think i think that wraps it up for uh for the new revamped last call what do right. you what do you think dave i mean i'm pretty uh Pretty amped about it, bro. Honestly, yeah, no, this has been fun. Uh, it's been a good time. Um, I think um, we're gonna be able to branch out and do some really good things with this. I think the content is really good. Um, Nick, I appreciate you um, um, jumping along and 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 carrying uh, your part of uh, this train. And we're gonna take it and we're gonna run the fuck out of it. And it, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be fun. Um, Social medias, uh, if you want to shout it out, Nick, go ahead. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at 
Nick Cregan. That's N-I-C-K-C-R-E-E-G-A-N. Dave? Uh, yeah, I'm... Uh, my, Dave uh, period dot... <laughs> sorry, running back. Dave period of period earth on uh, Instagram. Spelled how it's supposed to be spelled. Um, earth underscore Dave at Twitter. I love that. So you got to like, actually know me to find me. True indeed. Uh, I'm Ken Plush on Instagram and uh, Ken underscore plush on the Twitter. Um, closing the tab, I want to say a big shout to uh, John Barr um, for keeping the conversation flowing tonight. Um, uh, my last words for the evening would be to uh, engage in conversation. Um, you you never know what you can learn and what information you can draw by um, by putting your phone down and uh, literally just cracking a conversation with somebody, whether it be, uh, hey, how you doing? Oh, oh, what's did you drive that car outside? Oh, tell me about how you got here today and letting it flow from there. I had a bunch of just dope conversations uh, with people this weekend that uh, I never would have if I didn't um, want to engage in conversation. That was my goal for this weekend to just take it in and and you know reach out and branch out because i you never know not just what you can learn from other people but what they can learn from you as well um thank y'all for joining in uh with us this evening my name's ken my name's nick my name's dave and you've been listening to the last call podcast cheers Big